Stay at home on 9 to 5 Raising your babies with joy and pride A real ass mom Your real ass mom Taking care of business Ooh girl, you're resilient Cause you're a real ass mom A real ass mom Welcome to the Real Mama Pod. I'm your host, Devin. And I'm your host, Kendra. We are real moms. Sharing real experiences. The, the things people, people don't tell you. Hey, Mama. Hey. Hey, Mom. How you doing? I'm good, friend. How are you? I'm doing well. <laughs> if this is your first time listening, I'm your host, Kendra. And I'm your host, Devin. And welcome, welcome to the Real Mama Pod. Yeah. A beautiful guest. Her <laughs> yes, we have an awesome guest today. Her name is uh, Sharon Kish, and we met her through social media. She's a kindergarten teacher. She's been teaching for over 20 years. She's right at like 28 years. She's been in um, education for a very long time. She um, also won Teacher of the Year. I mean, if you ever go to her page, you will find so much literacy for your children. Mm -hmm. I've actually done some stuff that she's posted for Drew, mm -hmm. and it's fun because Drew does not like to read, write, <laughs> anything academic, okay? And when we do her activities, like, he's really engaged. Um, so I definitely recommend you following her and checking out some of her hacks. We've actually, um, we do mama hack Mondays mm -hmm. and we posted one of her hacks. And ever since then, like people have been sharing her stuff to yeah. us to like post. And so we're reposting our stories and things like that, but phenomenal content. If you have a young mm -hmm. reader, you will definitely enjoy using some of her things. So welcome to the show, Sharon. How are yes. you? Welcome, Sharon. Thank you. <laughs> like filled my cup so much so thank Aww. you very much yes keep I'm doing, doing the work thank you i'm i'm doing awesome i'm just so excited to be here sharing this time with you awesome 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 so sharon can you tell us a little bit about yourself like tell us a, a little bit about your your journey to mamahood um sure i um i was a teacher and you know this, this was my lifelong dream, of course, to be a teacher. Um, and after teaching a few years and meeting um, who I thought was my person, then we decided to have a family because I love kids. I love children. So, you know, my wish was always to have some of my own. Um, so I did. I had two beautiful daughters. Um, things didn't work out quite the way I had always envisioned them to as you know, some things are not in my control. So mm -hmm. um, I was a divorced mom for a little while. Um, two beautiful girls. I met my husband, who is absolutely amazing. I picked him up at breakfast one day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole that's a whole nother story. Um, and he had two beautiful children. So um, We've talked ever since that day that we met. Actually, like he texted me because I had the waitress drop my <laughs> number to him. Um, oh, I love it. Yeah, ever, ever since. It was, um, it's been 13, it'll be 13 years that we met next month and nine wow. years that we were married in July. So I have two bonus stepchildren and I have my own two children. So um, that is, you know, 
that's just my, that's part of, that's part of my journey. So did I yes. plan it that way? Of course not, but we're never in control, but I'm yeah. just so thankful to God that it worked out this way. Because like I said, now, instead of two, I have four children and actually, yes. um, my husband's daughter, my stepdaughter just had a baby. So now there's a baby. In oh, it's amazing. Oh, I love it. That's so exciting. Good time for you shooting your shot, Sharon. Yes, shoot your shot, mm-hmm. ladies. If you're listening to this, and we did have an episode with our divorced mom who found love again. Yeah. So look, there's love out there. Yeah. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. This is confirmation. <laughs> Sometimes you don't have to wait on a man. Zone. Yeah, out of totally <laughs> exactly. out of comfort zone, you know? Writing my phone number down and having the waitress pass it along. Wow. But so did you just like see him and was like, oh, he looks good. Let me just <laughs> girls, I did. Like I did not want to go to this to it was a first watch. I wanted just to mm-hmm. go shopping, but my girlfriend, Ew. she, you know, she's like, No, I need breakfast. I'm like, can we just get some Starbucks? She's like, No, I'm gonna sit down and have breakfast. I'm like, oh, fine. So we wait in <laughs> line. And then as I walked past the table, I was like, Ooh. I, I didn't say I didn't say anything to her, and I took out my my little pad of paper in my purse because I'm a teacher. You know, mm-hmm. I've got lots of supplies. So <laughs> I write my phone number down, and I just wrote like, um, "You have the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen, wow. and your kids are adorable mm-hmm. too." Like, here's my number if you're you know if you're not attached or some you know something mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. the waitress came over, and I said. My girlfriend's looking at me. She's like, what are you doing? I go, well, I'm reading my phone number down for that guy. She's like, what guy? I go, he was sitting up there towards the front with the two kids. And she goes, oh, my gosh. So the waitress came over, gave it to her. She took it and she gave it to him. But in the meantime, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm a terrible person. I didn't even look to see if he was wearing a ring. What if he's wearing a ring? And he's just a wonderful guy taking his children out in the morning, to, you know, for breakfast and giving her some mom time. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So the waitress came back and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I, I don't even know if he was married. She goes, oh, I didn't see a ring. I wouldn't have given it to him if, if there was. I was like, oh, oh I love it. Heart, right. Accountability. And so I was like, okay. And she goes, the only thing is um, I want to be invited to the wedding and I want a bottle of wine. I go, deal. So I still talk to her to this day. We're friends wow. on social media. Wow. We don't see each other as often as. We did at first. We we met up a few times, but um, you know she's part of our story, and it's just every, you wow. know she will so comment deep. every anniversary that we have like that. I love that was it. Like, like, time for the first watch, right? Waitress. First of all, first watch is really good. So yeah. your friend absolutely yeah. sit down and have a nice meal at first watch. But <laughs> that is that I love that story. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm glad and it worked this out. Was, you know, in a time where I was just learning how to text, I really didn't text that much, but um, <laughs> I came home and I was doing my thing. And um, for the first time, my daughters were actually with their father at that time. And so I had some time to myself and I hear this like little buzz like go off on my, on, you know, on my counter. And I was like looking, I was like, oh, like <laughs> it's him. So I text my girlfriend, you know, what do I say, what do I do? Do I call? She's like, no, you don't call. <laughs> just text back, but just wait a while. And I'm like, okay. So yeah, that is kind so cute. Have a cute yeah. love story. We do. We do. <laughs> okay. Can I tell you the very best part of this is that mm-hmm. he's in education also. So at that time, oh. he was the principal of the high school that I oh. went to. Oh wow! Many oh. years later, destined. Yeah, destined. Right? It's funny how things just come together. Yeah. Absolutely. God's plan. Yeah. Yes. 
100%. Okay. So you are a teacher, right? What yes. made you be- want to become a teacher, an educator? Well, um, like I said, I just, from when I was very little, I have an older brother and an older sister. They're six and seven years mm. older than I am. Um, mm. I would always see them going off to school. And my mom would say how I would be so upset. I would cry. I want to go to school. Mommy, I want to go to school. I want to go to school. So actually, my birthday is October. Um, back then, oh, mine you know, too. I, so I started when I was four because I, I couldn't, I couldn't wait. I did not go to preschool. I did things at home, but I was probably like a little more, um, you know, ready to go, mm-hmm. not having preschool back then. Um, mm-hmm. cause things are a lot different right now. Um, so my mom took me, you know, we did all the testing and I was, you know, in school and I loved every second I would come home. I would arrange my stuffed animals, you know, in front of me and I would be teaching them whatever the teacher taught me that day. And I remember my dad having, you know, T-shirts with like letters on them and, um, you know, just sayings from different places. And I would always this is my earliest memory. And I think I don't you know, know I was probably two or three and I'm tracing the letters. And like my dad would say the letters with me, you know, and I'd say R, R in it. I just, I don't know. I've just always had this love of learning. You know, was I always a great student? No, but that doesn't matter. Like that passion in me, I feel like was just like fueled by great teachers that I've had in the primary grades. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, as I did get older, I would come home and I would ask my teachers for like extra papers. And so they'd always give me an extra zero or a a ditto, the ditto machine, you know? Mm Um, and so I'd say to my dad, daddy, I need my, you know, my kids need, um, my kids need their assignments or their homework. And so my dad knew what that meant. That meant when you go to work, you have to make some copies on your copy machine so that I could put them in front of my little animals to teach them. So they all went along with me and, you know, you know, my own little fantasy world there, my own little classroom. But ever since I was like, you know, four or five, I had my own little classroom and I was teaching. That's all I ever wanted to be. And only one time did my parents try to sway me. And that was, you know, teaching, you know, teachers don't make a lot of money. And, Mm -hmm. you know, my my parents didn't have a lot of money. I think they wanted me to go into a career where I would make, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot, you know, more money. And I'd say, I never even thought about that. I'm like, but this is what I like to do. You know, this is what I want to do. And they did persuade me just, you know, they tried to for a little short period of time to say, how about going into nursing? Because my sister is in the medical field. And I'd say, oh, mm-hmm. no, I'm like, I don't like throw up. I don't like blood. I don't like needles. <laughs> I would be a terrible nurse. Like, are you kidding me? I'd be the first one at the door. I mean, I would feel, I would feel <laughs> empathy for these people or I would want to help them because as teachers, I think teachers mm-hmm. and nurses are so much alike, you know? We want to serve people Mm -hmm, and, but nursing, that just wasn't for me. So nurses may make more money than I do, but I think I can have more fun, you know? So yeah, we had this little conversation and they knew there was no changing my mind and they just wanted to throw Mm -hmm. throw that out there. So again, um, so happy that I chose that path and that's, yeah, yes. As a little girl, always wanted to be a teacher. Sharon, your birthday is in October. So is mine. I also had a similar path of starting school earlier because of the late birthday. 
Um, but I'm curious, when is your birthday? October what? Seven. Okay. So you're early October. I'm Seven. late, like the 22nd. <laughs> um, so you, you've told us you have two, two children, you have two bonus daughters or so four children in total. And Devin is, she works in education. Um, and we have these conversations often about like parents working in education and having children, right? How is that relationship? Like, do you, are you overly critical of your kids' education? Are you, like, how involved are you, I guess, with their education? What does that dynamic look like as a mama and an educator? Yeah, that, you know, that's really, it's really hard because I feel like, again, I envisioned something in my mind and, yeah, it was a lot different than what I had, what I had in, you know, what I had in my mind. Um, but the reality is, um, you know, I tried to give them the best foundation that I could at home and they both had preschool, but it's, it starts so early, even before we start thinking about school, it starts with that early language development. So talking mm -hmm. to your children, um, giving them experiences that don't cost a lot of money, the library, going to the grocery store, going to Target. I can honestly tell you that both of my children have never had a temper tantrum in a store because they couldn't get something that they wanted. Never happened. Um, wow. You know, just, sh you know, talking about things that, that you see, pointing out letters, pointing out colors in the grocery store. And, you know, I don't, I mean, I don't see that a lot anymore. But I feel like giving them all of those experiences where it doesn't matter, like if you're a working mom or you're a stay at home mom, but finding time to really um, talk with your kids, mm -hmm. read mm -hmm. to your kids, do those early, um, really important experiences together um, to help give them a foundation. So when my kids started preschool, I knew that they were ready because they were able to do a lot of things by themselves, which is so mm -hmm. super important, you know. Um, except for tying the shoes, of course, that that's a struggle that a lot that's of kids, that's tough, struggle with, <laughs> right? But, you know, you want to, you know, foster their independence and, you know, mm -hmm. you, this is showing them that you believe in them, that they, that they can do right. this, you know, like, can they, um, you know, use the restroom independently? Um, mm -hmm. you know, we practice that, like if we go into a restaurant or in a store, you know, I might not, it's not cleanest place in the world i'm like oh my gosh please don't have to go but when they do okay well this is what you do and i will wait out here and this is how mm -hmm. you prepare um mm -hmm. you know little little things like that having them uh, maybe count out some of their snack um how many pieces they could have having them open up little tiny containers um you know things that they can do before they actually have those experiences can really give them that confidence so i felt like the social emotional area was totally taken care of and yeah you know did my kids know all of their letters and sounds before they entered kindergarten probably not but to me that's not the most important thing like people may think it's mm -hmm. all these other things that i just talked about because i can teach your child or all these children their letters and sounds pretty quick but right it's hard for me to teach them certain skills if they haven't been practiced at home because you know yeah. of course I I want to say like I I was a helicopter mom but I had to mm -hmm. back off because I thought how will they be able to do this without me 
oh, they can do it, right. but I got to start now helping them. And I can totally see the difference when students come in that have never had experiences, even if they haven't had preschool, they, some of them don't know right. how to hold uh, a pencil or a marker correctly. Some of them don't know what to do when they're, uh, you know, they want to drink of water, you know, they don't, they don't understand how to press down on the water fountain. So all of these things, mm -hmm. um, you know, then we get into, uh, you know, kindergarten, first grade, and I don't. I don't necessarily think I was critical of them. I've always told them to do their best no matter what. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. if anything is perfect. Yeah. I just want to know that they've tried their best. And if they need help or they are struggling, I will I will help them. I will get them, you know, uh, a tutor, anything that they need to help them be successful. All I want for them is to behave and follow the teacher's instructions or the adult. You will be respectful and you have to, you know, give it a hundred percent, you know, give it a hundred percent. And and if it's mm -hmm. If you're still struggling, it's okay. I just, I know that you tried your best and I'm going to help. Um, you know, I feel like as an educator, we are a little bit critical of uh -huh. the people who we're putting our children, you know, in front of, but, you know, teachers have great hearts and they, you know, they love children. Otherwise we wouldn't right. be doing mm -hmm. this job. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I felt that whatever they're really not going to get, I can do games at home. We'll do fun things. Um, and, and that's what we did. When they had vocabulary words, they had math problems, we would write all over. I have a few, I have like three huge mirrors in my bathroom. We'd write all mm -hmm. over that. And they thought that was the best thing in the world. And when we would review yeah. for tests, same things. We would write it on my mirror. They'd be in my big bathtub. We'd write things and I'd have them <laughs> identify things and cross them off. So again, making it kind of fun and a little bit different. Um, my yeah. one daughter, she would love doing like, you know, flashcards in Spanish. So she'd be like, mom, can you help? And again, she even did that like in college, which was fabulous. So we'd have this time where we, mm -hmm. you know, play these little games and I, you know, quiz her flashcards. But I, I'd say just really being um, a part of that. So even though I'm a teacher, I didn't want to like overstep, but right. I was also aware of, you know, maybe some, I don't want to call them gaps, but things that I thought I need to like, maybe start doing a little bit more of at home. Um, mm -hmm. And the other thing is I have to believe in that teacher that my, that my children are with because right. things are so different than they were when we were in school. If yeah. your, if your teacher um, in your district is teaching math a different way than I am in my district, my mm -hmm. child's going to get confused if I say, oh, that's not the way we do it. You know, we did it yeah. like this. When I was younger. And I, now you're yeah. really confusing their brain. They're like, well, my teacher said to do it this way. And now right. you're showing me. So there's that line where you have to say, OK, you know, I'm going to go to the teacher and say, if I didn't understand that strategy, tell me more about this. How can I help? Is there a video? And then show them that way to do it. So right. I hope that I answered that. That question. No, you answered that great. Yeah. And y'all, I hope y'all took notes because she just told us how to get our students kinder ready. So you said a lot there. And so I think parents hearing that, even if they have a preschooler, they know exactly what to do and what to work on. Not necessarily necessarily address the academics, but more the social emotional, kind of looking at the whole child. So that yeah. was really good. Um, okay, so as a teacher, how do you establish rapport with your students and get them excited about learning and tackling new things throughout their school year? 
Well, I think it's super important from day one just to, you know, get down on their level and have fun with mm -hmm. them. We always start the day with a morning meeting. And um, right before we do that, I do like a status of the class where we have a feelings chart and there's four colors on the chart. Um, mm -hmm. And they will come up, they have a little clip. And as we're like checking in in the morning and getting going, they take their clip and then they put it on if they're feeling red, if they're feeling blue, if they're feeling green or yellow. And all of those colors have many different feelings inside. Um, and I call mine a mood meter. There's other names for them. But this is just for me to gauge just very quickly visually. Okay, if I have three kids in red, I want to meet with them right away before I start that morning meeting. And if I have most of the kids like on um, yellow or green, then I know, okay, it's that's great. And if I have some that are in the blue, that can mean things like they're tired. Maybe they're not feeling well. Um, right. But the, the ones in the red are the ones that I want to say, uh-oh, I saw that you put your clip on red. Did something right. happen this morning? And, you know, mm -hmm. do you want, you know, do you want to talk about that? Do you want to tell me what happened? And, oh, yes, you know, they'll, they'll tell you. Older kids maybe <laughs> <not surprised. laughs> they'll they can maybe write it, right? I never force them to, but. I'll say, oh, my goodness, I noticed that. And oh, and so and I'm not doing that so that I can solve their problem. I want them to right. verbally tell me why they feel this way. And, you know, a lot of times where we might think, oh, that's not a big deal. Well, they're little people. Mm -hmm. So it's a really big deal to them. Yeah. And you need to um, understand, like, where they're coming from, because you need to know what child you're going to be dealing with, like, you know, for a good period of time here. So. You know, it might be, I was mad because my dad didn't let me play Xbox this morning, you know, or I <laughs> have my favorite cereal and they're angry, you know, and things like that. And I'll say, yeah. oh my, oh my goodness, you know, like I can understand, you know, and then you're just, you're, you're modeling and showing them what to do. I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, I would just need to take a deep breath and let it right. go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'll say, well, how are you feeling now since you came to school? And a lot of times they're like, oh, fine, good. You know, I'm like, oh. Do you want to move or do you want to stay here for a little while? You know, but there are times where it is intense and, you know, you really need to spend a few minutes with that child and just maybe rubbing their back or asking, you know, is it okay to, you know, can I rub your back for a few minutes or do you need a hug or, uh, you know, do you need some, you know, do you need some space? Do you need to, you know, yeah. go into a calm corner? And, you know, that to me, when they know that you care about them as a child like right you really are you you really care about them you're not just their teacher and oh well you have to like me no no no. when they see that you are invested and you're taking yeah, the right. time to address these feelings with them and talk to them one-on-one -on -one, there is nothing more important and so i always tell my children when we start our morning meeting you know good morning class family because we are a class family i'm like i say oh i love that i spend as much time with you or more time than I get to do with my own kids. And so, again, I yeah. want to show them the connection. I am a mom. These are my daughters. You know, this is my other, mm -hmm. this is my bonus daughter, Kaylee. This is my um, stepson, Luke. And so I show them pictures. I show them who we are. And a lot of times, too, it helps if parents are getting divorced where they don't really know what to expect or where they're going to mm -hmm. live or how that's going to right. be. I feel like I have that experience. Mm -hmm. And so I talked to them a little bit, you know, my, my children went through that. Um, so it's just a great time to, you know, everybody matters here, 
You know, everyone is accepted. We may not, you know, we might all look very different, but on the inside, we are all the same. We all have feelings. And if we hurt someone's feelings, that's really hard to repair. We can't, we can't do that. So, you know, I do a lot of lessons about that, but um, we establish that day one. And most of the time, like I'd say, you know, 90%, 95% of the time, they've got each other's back, you know, of course you have like little things going on or whatever. I say, you know what, that person, we don't leave anyone out. That person's part of our, our class family. They can say no if we ask them to do something. That's okay. So mm-hmm. a lot of lessons, a lot of modeling. And again, if I'm sad one day, I'll tell them, you know, why, you know, I'm sad. But you know what? I, you know, I feel mm-hmm. better now that I've been at school. I've had some deep breaths. Um, I feel calm. I'm going to go to my Pilates class after school. I'm going to really look forward <laughs> to that. You know, like I, I try, I, I talk to them like they're, like they're real people, you know, and I use yeah, they are. that, you know, sometimes could be above them, but it, mm-hmm. it, that doesn't matter. So I really feel, yeah, you know, that connection with them and they do too. And, you know, and I am, I'm a hugger. Let me just tell you, if I was right there, I'd be hugging on, on you. <laughs> <laughs> we accept hugs. Um, I, am, I am. And so I have always been, and, and I tell the parents that, and, and most of them are, they, they, and again, if the child, it, it, if it's okay, I always ask because right. sometimes we don't, they don't want to be touched. That's okay. But a lot of them are yeah. huggers. And I just say, you know what? What's better than, you know, a mom hug, a teacher hug, you know? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Um, I just I just feel like that is so important, especially mm-hmm. uh, just showing them and modeling how to regulate, you know, my own emotions and their emotions. And, yeah. you know, we, we, we role play all the time. so. They get into that, oh, they yeah. think it's funny, you know, but then when something like that happens, they know, and they could tell each other what to do, you know, do you want to take a balloon right. dress or, you know, they'll give them some other ideas. And I love it so much. Hey mamas, have y'all ever gone through a friendship breakup? It stinks. It hurts. Yes. It feels like you broke up with your man. The journey to healing after the end of a friendship can be so tough. But guess what? You don't have to figure it out alone. That's right. So allow us to introduce you all to the Creative Healing Series. This series is a transformative virtual screening of the documentary Best Friends Not Forever. Yo, that title says everything. It does. So join our girl, Shalice. She's a Rattler. Hey, Rattler. And a licensed professional counselor. Yes. And she is with director of the documentary Diamond Williamson. As they unpack this amazing series. Girl, it's virtual. So you don't have to worry about getting all dressed up and dolled up or anything like that. (laughs) But it's Saturday, August 19, 2023. For an empowering experience to support you in finding your solace and healing through creative expression. All right. So Mm -hmm. before we get into you getting into this event, again, it's virtual, but there is still a fee. Okay. Take the first step toward healing, right? and rediscover yourself in your friendships. Use our code MAMAPOD, that's M-A-M-A-P-O-D, to receive up to 20% off on your ticket. If you are interested in attending this virtual event, you can go to www.theconsciousqueen.com or you can visit Eventbrite and type in Best Friends Not Forever to secure your spot. Yes, tell we sent you. It sounds like you... Social and emotional development is a key piece in your classroom. 
And that's important, right? You make those connections with your students. You make them feel like they're your own children and you give them space to feel and explain and express how they're feeling and, and remedy, you know, those feelings if they are in an unfavorable direction, right? So um, I know social and emotional development is, while it's been a thing, it's becoming more of a topic, Um and research and just implementation within a lot of classrooms where mm-hmm. they're acknowledging it a lot more. So it's, it's great to see Sharon that you have created space for your, your kids, right? They're your babies too, right. um, to develop those social and emotional developmental skills because they're so important, especially uh, as they, they age and, and get down the line. So yeah. that's, that's awesome that you've created that, that space oh, for yeah, your students. Too. So that when we ended our, we ended our year, okay, you know, we, we thought we were going back to school, but we didn't. Um, we prepped right. things for the students. And that is such, my kids love morning meeting because there's, there's different components mm-hmm. of our morning meeting. So they were like, how are we going to do our clip? How are we going to do our clip? And I'm like, oh, I got no. you. Guess what? I got you. Just wait till next week. So I went to the party store and I bought um, plates. I bought the plastic plate. So I bought a green one, a red one, a yellow, and a blue. So they all got four mm-hmm. plates. So guess what? How we started in the morning. Everyone held up how they were feeling, oh. the color plate. Oh, oh. Like that. that's, that's so innovative. It is. Yeah. And so that really, really helped. And so we st- still did our little meeting where we all got to share something. And it was, yeah, it was great. They were they didn't have their clip, but they had the plate. So they absolutely were. Kudos to you, Sharon. Yeah, good job. That's, that's awesome. I love that. So to your student who may be struggling academically, how do you help them? Um, how do you help? Th- how do you like close the achievement gaps in your classroom? Um, what does that look like for you? So I do a lot of testing and mm-hmm. I take that data and I form some skill groups. So that way everybody's getting what they need at the time where they need it. So I do, you know, Mm -hmm. whole group lessons, a lot of small group lessons, but we do have um, a time during our day where our district says we will have like a rest, relax time. And it's about Mm -hmm. 20 minutes in between our lunch and usually our specials time. So during that time, I can pull kids one-on-one or I can pull a group of two and whatever they're struggling with, whether it's you know, letters, numbers, counting, whatever it is, they, I have that time just to, to work with them one-on-one. And that is separate from when they have their own skill group. So even if it's, you know, five minutes here and there, you know, again, they're five and six years old in kindergarten. So you want to make it in short little spurts, you know, of, um, of, you know, of time that they're doing something that maybe isn't, uh, coming so easily to them. And that's what I would recommend for parents. It's like when your kids are at school all day long and they come home and, you know, you want to see what they have for homework and you're, you know, they need to decompress for a little while. And then Mm -hmm. if there is some type of homework, you can do it, but little pieces at a time, it shouldn't be very much time even in kindergarten. Kindergarten, we really don't give homework anymore. I say, read to your children, talk to them, give them experiences outside of your home, whether you're taking them to sports practices, things like that. Um, you know, here's some games to play while you're riding to that um, baseball mm-hmm. game or soccer game. Um, just, you know, again, it's they've 
their brain has been on all day. They need to decompress yeah. for a little bit at home before they, you know, get back into that learning mode. Mm-hmm. Um, but throughout the day, I I can pull them. And and again, if you if you have the the right data, you know exactly what they need, and you can just pull them just for very short periods of time. Right. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yes, indeed. That's good. Um, because I'm a school psychologist. And so I, I, that was just a burning question for me. Since you're such a great teacher, teacher of the year, you know, um, I think some teachers, we do have teacher listeners, and I think it'll be beneficial for them to hear that because sometimes um, teachers want to test, test, test when it comes to like special education. And I'm like, where's your data to support this? Mm-hmm. One, in kindergarten, let's give them a little bit of time. Let's see. This may be their first time in a school setting, so they may not know how to sit down and be still for 30 minutes at a time. Are you building in breaks within the classroom? Things like that to actually look at the whole child. And so I appreciate hearing that from you um, because sometimes I feel like I'm like the bad guy in a sense um, when it comes to that because some teachers just want automatic testing and think special education is the answer. And sometimes time is the answer. Um, They're constantly developing, like you're saying, and some develop a little slower than others and they may catch up. Let's just give them a little bit of time. So, again, I appreciate you for taking those extra steps as a school psychologist. And I'm sure your school psychologist appreciates you as well. And there's different spheres, you know, that. um, Yeah. You know, a child may a child may need um, just a little extra support. You know, in yeah. a, in a tier two for a short period of time, and then and right. then they've got it. They're great. You know, um, you know, yeah. a child might need a little more intensive, you know, support. Yeah. Um. So mm-hmm. again, like we can overtest kids, and I think yeah. that you just have to, you know, have the right um, assessments that you're using. Like we use a yeah. pass assessment for our phonemic awareness, you know, um, yeah. I'm o- Orton Gillingham trained. So we're doing all of these things to try to meet all of their needs. So the multi-sensory right. learning, all, you know, all of it, um, we're, um, taking our Dibbles data and it's all like, you know, with those two quality things, I have so much information about my students. Mm-hmm. So that way I can, mm-hmm. I, I know where I'm starting. I know where I have to go. And, um, it just it it just is so helpful when you have the right tools in place. Love that. Okay. So, uh, one last clarifying question yeah, for ahead. you, Sharon. And that's uh, what is your most favorite thing about being an educator and what is your least favorite thing? Well, I'd say my favorite thing are the like aha moments when they get there, you know, they look at you and they're like. <laughs> I just read that, you know, like <laughs> I, I just read that to me, there is, there isn't anything better because I'm, I'm giving them the tools and the strategies and we practice, but when they are on their own and they come to me and they're like, I know this word, or I can read this word, right. or I can blend this word all by myself. That is like, <laughs> yeah, I, that's, that is my job, you know? And I'm like, all right. And just how proud they feel. And there's nothing like seeing that that growth. So for me, it's, you know, really, you know, and, and showing them their growth, like I want them to have ownership in that. So, you know, setting little goals along the way, I'm like, you can reach yeah. that goal. Um, you know, watching them become readers in front of my eyes is like the most rewarding thing ever. I just, you know, and they laugh, they say imagine. funny things. Um, 
hilarious, you know, or like funny things happen um, that, you know, you know, we, my girlfriends and I are like, we can't make this stuff up, you know, because, right. <laughs> you know, you know, it's the one, <laughs> there were these two little girls sitting outside at recess the one day and they were on the bench. And so my girlfriend and I were looking and they're like this. And we walk over and we're like, are they singing? Are they dancing? We're like, hi, girls. They're like, hi, do you want a selfie with us? And we're like, oh, wow. You know, they're taking selfies, like pretending like they're, you know, (laughs) taking taking little selfies. And then, you know, just like things that you don't anticipate happening Mm -hmm. usually will happen. Like Mm -hmm. I had this one little boy who went into the bathroom. And I'm with a small group and my kids are working in centers and he came out. He was in the bathroom for quite a while. And I was like, oh, you know, I was thinking, oh, I should probably go check on him. I didn't have to go because he came out fully naked into the classroom. And I was like, oh, you know, like, oh, no, pants totally (laughs) off and down, underwear up. I'm like, oh, boy, you know, and I'm like, okay, let's, you know, let's go back in. I need you to, you know, back on, you know, and I said, well, he said, I said, do you? take your pants off at home when you go potty yes and i'm like uh i'm thinking oh we, yeah. we can't do that at school you know like yeah. you know okay you know that you know at home mom you know it's very private here you know so we had to have, have that yeah. conversation but and i've had little kids um wanting to go to the bathroom or going to the bathroom outside on the playground by the sewer because they've seen dad go potty yeah. outside in their yep. yard you know like uh, those uh-huh. kinds of things but our boys (laughs) (laughs) just whip it out sometimes i had this little boy who had just um maybe had his glasses for i'm gonna say two two days and with kids you know like they break easily and it's Mm -hmm. you know trying to be very careful um he went to the bathroom and he comes out he's like uh this is cash and i'm like yes i thought something happened he's like oh I go, Aaron, where are your glasses? Uh, uh, Boy. The toilet. And I'm like, the toilet? I go, how could they be in the toilet? I'm like, the did you drop them in there? He's like, no. And I'm like, oh, goodness. I go into the bathroom. I'm like, Aaron, how did this happen? He goes, I I went to flush the toilet. And I'm thinking, oh, again. He's facing the toilet. I'm like, yeah, mindset. You know, I'm like, okay. I'm like, it's okay. It, we'll get him. Well, I'm, yeah. We treat the custodians <laughs> very, very kindly. So I'm sure that we'll get help. So it was cute. But I was oh like, I'm God. so sorry. You know, but fun, Little fun kids. things like that. So the not so fun parts are, um, you know, just more and more things being put on your plate as an educator, mm. and nothing's taken off. That's really, mm. really. That's really, really hard. Um, another yeah. thing is, you know, in education, unlike other like careers, let's say that um, you're at a, you're in a district or a school for a certain number of years and the leadership changes. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe you have a new superintendent or a new principal or whatever it is. Um, it's very difficult to leave once you are established like in a district um Mm -hmm. it's unlike any other profession really and so then if you're just not jiving for some reason with those new people and Mm -hmm. you know you're you're not as happy or 
um, you know, you can't just go to another district because you lose right. a lot of your year. So I would yeah. say like that in education is, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like what people um, may or may not know, but that's kind of the downside mm-hmm. as well. You know? Yeah, I can imagine. Um, so Sharon, we have one more question for you before we transition. Um, there are a lot of moms that are, they're trying to get their kids kindergarten ready, right? They're in these preschool ages. And, um, what are, I guess your top three, um, recommendations, whether it's, uh, apps or activities they can do at home to get their kids ready for, I guess that transition into kindergarten or any early um, childhood development area? Well, that's a great question. So um, I'll start off with some of my favorite apps um, that I know that my students love doing at school. Um, Starfall is a great one. Um, They have a free Mm. version and a paid version. Um, Another absolute favorite is Teacher Monster to Read. It might just be called Teacher Mm -hmm. Monster. Um, Really engaging. the students want to play that all the time. So that's actually one of our um, choices during their computer time. Uh, another one is Splash Math. I believe they still have a free version and a paid version. Oh, let's see. Oh, there's a really great one for um, logical thinking, critical thinking, too. It's Codable. It's K-O-D-A-B-L-E. Um, and that's one that a lot of um, a lot of my students love to do. Like, we... We do like hour of code usually in December and Mm -hmm. we introduce it then and it's on their computer and they still want to play because they're so into this coding, but they really don't know that they're coding, which is fabulous. I mean, I think another um, one I have to say is it's called ABC, like ABCYA.com. And there's like lots of grade levels and there's puzzles, there's games, there's drawing, there's a lot of different things uh, for different grade levels, not just kindergarten. Um, but I, I honestly feel like an app or a program is not going to teach kids. It's really the teacher, the parent, the caregiver. Um, you mm-hmm. know, again, I can't stress enough like that vocabulary development, telling them what it is when you're mm-hmm. holding it, using different words for things at home, um, playing, you know, mm-hmm. playing games, you know, like, um, like you just have like cards from a game, you know, showing them like, you know, lion, you know, or, a you know, a mop. And all you have to do is just show them the picture cards and see if they, you know, know what they are. And then as they, as they see these things and they learn their letters, learn their sounds, you can, you can, you can play games. And so when I show you a card, I want you to come up with a word that starts the same way as this word. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you see lion, you can't say lion. I want you to say something else. So just developing, mm-hmm. um, you know, that awareness of the letters and sounds. Um, but I would say like social interactions, if they're not in preschool, that's okay. Take them to the library, take them to play groups so that they have interactions mm-hmm. with kids so that they know, you know, they're not, you know, how, how to play with another child. Um, but really mm-hmm. giving yeah. them a routine at home. And let's say that, you know, they are going to be buying their lunch at school. You, you are nervous as a mom, like, you know, I'm like, well, how will they know what to do? Well, you know what? It's right. going to be my job yeah. to show them if they're a packer, this is what they're going to do. And hey, guess what? Today is really nice outside. Let's go have a picnic on the grass and then pack their lunch. See if they can do those things. Mm-hmm. And if they can, it's okay. You're going to know to send them with different things. There are always um, helpers in a, in a lunchroom or cafeteria to help. But 
these are ways that you can help them and also not solving the problems for them. If you play a game, don't always let them win because when they come to school, they're going to expect <laughs> to win and you got to teach them how to be a graceful loser. And it's, that's really tough when you're five, <laughs> six, and even when you're an adult. So, you know, whenever I introduce a game, I always, you know, model, like I'm going to say, great job. Or, you know, and if I am the winner, I'm going to say, you know, you, you know, you did great and I bet you're going to get it the next time. So just right. modeling that language of, uh, you know, how to be a, a, a winner, but also how to be, you know, how to take that loss. You, you got to take losses <laughs> sometimes, right? I need to work on that. Do not let our son, if we're playing a game and you lose, then like you say, Jared's like, take my husband next time. And he'll rub it in their face. And I'm like, you beat mommy. So I need to work on that. That's funny. Yeah. And oh, then boy. I would just say so, the last thing too would be logical thinking. So getting them to try to solve a problem like, oh, mm -hmm. my nose is running. What do I do? You know, as moms, what do we do? We've got tissues everywhere. So we're like, oh, okay, blow your yeah. nose. Well, if your yeah. nose is yeah. running and you're at school, what do you do? So it's like, if this happens, what do I do? So they, you know, it, yeah. mm -hmm. it's, I can't tell you the importance of them knowing, you know, if, if someone is waiting and, you know, I want a drink of water. Okay. I'm going to raise my hand or I can, you know, the teacher says, if no one's there, I can go. Okay. Show them how mm -hmm. a water fountain will work. Those, those types of yeah. things. That was good. I love that. I Thank love you, Sharon. Read, read Thank you so much. Children. Oh, yeah. Read to the babies. Oh, before we move on to Mama Juice, I just want to shout out our sponsors oh, for the show. Absolutely. Um, so we've been working really hard to get some sponsors and we're getting sponsorships. And this is so exciting. So our first sponsor is Selfie Skin Co. And we've actually been wearing their, or excuse me, not I'm wearing, wearing. You see, <laughs> you see the glow, you see the glow. And so we're absolutely falling in love with this uh, skincare line. Absolutely. Um, so definitely give that a try. And then who's our next sponsor? We also have North 24. We actually, we have some of them displayed here. I don't know if you all can see, uh, but North 24 is, or North 24th, excuse me, is a natural cleaning line yeah. and their products smell so good. Yeah. What we have here is the lavender and patchouli like all-purpose all cleaning and it is it smells so good and, and it works literally works so definitely give north 24th a try yes and selfie skin co yes we're glowing oh, oh, yes get yes <laughs> okay Absolutely. so what are we drinking for mama's juice so mama's juice is also sponsored today y'all know y'all know i love mama juice but I actually didn't have to get super creative with our drink today because we have a sponsor, which is Poise Wine. It's right here. We have a sweet, dry white wine, and we also have uh, a sparkling rosé here. But we are actually using the sweet, dry white wine, and we have it mixed with peach juice okay. here. And um, we this was a bit still a bit in, inspired by you, Sharon, because from what we understand, you like mimosas. Mm -hmm. um, but we wanted to make sure we incorporate this wine. Right. Um, so we were like, let maybe we should put some peach juice with it. And it tastes 
really good. Yeah, it does. And of course, y'all know I love a mint garnish. It's in here as well. Um, but that is our mama juice today. We have our poise, sweet, dry white wine here. And we also have peach juice mixed in with a mint garnish. Yes. And the name of our mama juice is inspired by Sharon. And it's uh, rolling up our sleeves and doing the work because... <laughs> Sharon is out there doing the dirty work, okay? She and is. we appreciate teachers like her. We need more teachers like her. We know there's a drastic drop in educators um, mm -hmm. because of how teachers are treated. So for her to be a teacher for 28 years love and love it and enjoy it and her kids love, oh my gosh, they're so cute. They, <laughs> You can tell they love her. They're all lit up and mm -hmm. happy and learning and reading and nothing makes my ha heart happier than seeing yeah. kids reading yeah um so just keep doing the work sharon we really appreciate you we're really inspired by you mm -hmm. we use all your hacks for education for our kiddos so we yes. would have our kids in your class you yeah know. i wish i can it's like we we need our kids in miss sharon's class right everyone needs a miss sharon absolutely thank you thank you thank you thank you so if this is your first time listening, we have another segment called Mama's Corner. So this is our opportunity to connect with our guests further and our opportunity for our listeners to write in and ask us questions. Um, sometimes we're reflective and sometimes we'll read a, um, a guest letter and we actually have someone who written in. Okay. So Sharon, we will ask you for your expertise and we will kind of comment as well. So it says, hey, ladies. Hey. Uh, my son is nine years old and he never really likes school. He's in danger of failing, but I know he isn't trying his best. How do I know if my teacher is a good fit for him? Hmm. His teacher is a good fit for him. Um, so I, I'm going to, we're first going <laughs> to let Sharon uh, respond <laughs> and then uh, see what we have because I, I don't know. I Sharon, what are your thoughts? Yeah, what are your thoughts? say um you know i'm wondering if this parent or uh, caregiver has talked with the teacher um i'm also like wondering if it is a struggling in a certain area um are there things going mm -hmm. on at home so i think really having that rapport with the the parents it's equally important um as with the student because right. there could mm -hmm. be something that maybe has changed in his life that maybe mom or, or dad or the caregiver you know, go, you know, is going about something, but there's been a significant change and maybe mm -hmm. they're just not putting what they should be doing into their schoolwork because they're thinking about something that's happening or bothering someone at home. Um, so there's so many things that, uh, you know, at play there, but I would say the communication with the parent or the caregiver or the, uh, the adult at home is really you know, crucial. And, and if they're reaching out to try to have, you know, to get more help, chances are the teacher most likely is hopefully collecting some data and um, doing some mm -hmm. interventions as well. And then hopefully they're meeting together to see what the next steps could be. But um, not liking school, um, you know, sometimes are they, you know, are they bored? Are they um, struggling in a certain area? Um, you know, there's a lot of things that could be happening. Some, you know, things that are at home that we don't have control of, but that communication is key. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. That's good. I would say that too. Communication is key. Talk to the teacher, get to know the teacher, 
And it may just be the lack of motivation of your son as well. Put some accountability back on him. He's nine years old. Talk to him. See why he's struggling, why he's not doing his work. Um, and then maybe see if they can even break up assignments for him. Maybe it's too much at one time for him. Um, so just have a conversation. He's nine, fourth, yeah. fourth grade, right? That's around fourth grade. I think it's okay to talk to your kiddo too. I'm not an educator. I think that's fourth grade. But I, I think what both of you have shared, I know as a parent, I would ask the questions. I would go and talk to the teacher. How is he doing in class? Like what, how is his energy? Like just getting all those details, um, at least for me, would help me figure out what's going on with my baby and what can we do as a collective to yep. support him. Um, so both of you have shared uh, responses that I would at least entertain in some way. <laughs> but um, mama, I hope your, your baby boy is doing better in, yeah. in school. And yeah. um, if, if not, hey, we're here to support in any way we can. Just reach out to us. Yeah, yeah, reach out. And uh, let us know what he's doing once we answer your question. Yeah. I know it may have been some time since you've written this, but yeah, <laughs> let us know how he's doing. So Sharon, for those who want to follow you, get in touch with you, how can they find you on social media? I am known as Kinder Kish on Instagram and TikTok. And I post a lot of fun, fun games um, that are very interactive with kids. So they're learning, um, but they mostly think that they're playing and it's, a, it, you know, it's like gamified. So, you know, I'm trying <laughs> to slip that in there so they don't really think that they're learning. No, um, but no, I, I do a lot of um, activities and strategies uh, and games. So definitely um, doable. They don't cost a lot of money to make the things that I'm showing you because I really want to help and inspire teachers, caregivers, and parents. And a lot of these things are like everyday things that you will have in your house, like a paper plate. I posted um, so many different ways that you can use one paper plate. So um, yeah, just mm -hmm. give me a follow. I'm Kinder Kish. And if you have any questions about any of the activities, um, you can definitely give me a direct message and I will respond. Oh, yeah, she's great with responding on social media. Yeah, seriously, she is. And I just want to say kudos to you with the props, the note cards, the paper plates. You came prepared. <laughs> Such a teacher. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Sharon. And, and all of your information you. will be in our description box. Mm -hmm. um, so in case you have some new followers and new clicks and things, it could be from our listeners. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yes, follow, follow, follow. Thank you so much. Y'all could be anywhere on your Thursday nights and you are kicking it with us at the Real Mama Pod. Yes. So, friend, where can they find us on the socials? They can find us wherever they like. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest, and we are at the Real Mama Pod. If you are curious about my life, I'm at Kendra Ferg underscore on Instagram. Twitter and TikTok, and I'm Kendra Ferguson on Facebook. Okay, and I'm mainly on Instagram. You can follow me at Deb Grace underscore. Mm -hmm. um, check out our website if you want to know more about us. Yes. If you want some mama merch, yes. out. we're in our sweatshirts today. Yes. But we have other things on there. We also have rich auntie merch, so check us out. Yes. Uh, you can reach us at www.therealmamapod.com. <laughs> uh, yes, and if you are listening to us, us, of course we need your reviews rate subscribe yes. review us we're on all major platforms yes. and youtube please make sure you 
leave your review. Yes, we've been working hard on our videos. As you, If you started with us from day one, you <laughs> see it's just getting better with time. So continue to be patient with us. And we thank you. Yes. And one last thing. If you have something from Mama's Corner. Yes. <laughs> Please write my friend in Mama's Corner. Yes. You can write us at Mama at the real Mama pod dot com. Yep. That's it. All right. <laughs> Until, Until next time. time. Bye. Bye.